Welcome back, Bills fans, fans of the game, fans of snowstorms. It's your boy, Jeremy Mountain, with another Blizzard episode of Blue Mafia. Bills lovers everywhere, and lovers of blue cheese, and lovers of the spelling B-L-E-U cheese. Put some cheese on it. We got a blizzard on our hands, fans, friends, and family. Hopefully everybody's staying safe out there, but we're still connected, we're still locked in, so we're going to get you your daily dosage of Blue Mafia. So, let's get right into it. The Bills are in tight spot. I'm not too disappointed in the fact that Buffalo is going to be able to play in the nice warm living room that is Ford Field in Detroit. Still trying to process how exactly they're going to get there. Seems as though the planes, trains, and automobiles suggestion from Kyle Brandt for Josh Allen's weekly little movie session was ominous as the Bills are stranded in Buffalo and it's apparent that they're going to fly out today question marks on NFL Network I said something on Friday perhaps they'll have to bust it but it certainly looks like they're in a tight spot ultimately though I think this plays well for Buffalo I think this plays well for the general's elbow uh, we have a lot of cold games on the back end of this schedule, and I'm not excited about that. I wasn't excited about it in the preseason prediction. Go back, check it out at bluemafia.com. This team continues to say one week at a time, one week at a time, one week at a time, and that's all fine and dandy. But I need some level of proactivity and preparation for the next stages of the season. Because this team is not a Little League team. This team is a group of superstars mixed in with guys that are taking pay cuts and taking cheap roles, trusting the process. This isn't a Little League team, Coach McDermott, talking to you. I think that the fans obviously will always have their opinion, and I'm a fan. That's all I'll be until further notice. But I also played the game, and I found it ignorant when coaches would sort of make the game seem more elementary, intermediate, childish than it really is. And I only reached the D3 level personally, but I still found it ignorant when a coach would act like, We'll get there. Let's get the easy stuff first. By golly. Let's get creative. What are we saving it for? Once again, I want to restate this team hasn't won anything yet. But as we embark on another week of Bill's heart stress, I want to bring some calm to the Blue Mafia family. Because here at Blue Mafia, we don't get too high. We don't get too low. We've been here before. 
We've been here before. We've seen success. We've seen failure. So let's tone it down a bit. Let's keep it cool. Keep it cool with your friends and family out there and the fellow Bills Mafia. But here at Blue Mafia, we're not going to panic because we haven't gotten our hopes up too high. But I don't want to panic because if you've been listening to me for the last year and a half here on the pod or reading any of my work, you know that I've been saying that this general is a piece of a chess puzzle. He's not going to be able to win it for you. Tom Brady didn't win it alone. The greats don't win it alone. The greats create leaders to step up in the scariest moments. So as much as I don't want to panic because I trust Josh Allen, I trust Josh Allen because I trust that he's someone that can evolve and grow and become a more mature football player. We've seen him do it before. I'm not afraid to see him fail, and he shouldn't either, because it's all data, baby. It's all data to the bigger picture, and the bigger picture is he's got a good 10 years here in this league. He needs to stay safe, but as you've heard me say, I don't put all this blame on the quarterback, because I've been saying all year long, who is it going to be that steps up when 17 falters. I'm proud to see what Stefan Diggs has done this year. Still looking for more from some other guys. So, number two. Put James Cook in the slot. He's going to be around for a while. I want to see him in some live game reps. I want to see him catching the ball, and I don't need it to be from the halfback position. I can put him in the gadget position similar to what we've done with Isaiah McKenzie Isaiah McKenzie is not Cole Beasley he's not a tough gritty cowboy warrior he has not been able to fill the hole in the slot the hole that I hope to see filled by Jamison Crowder who yeah forgot he was around Kumaro Teen Wolf thought maybe he could step in he's also hurt I said it a couple weeks ago, this team's a couple receivers away from being in trouble. So right now, put James Cook in the slot. With that being said, give me a little bit more Devin Singletary in the halfback position. The guy gets better and better as he goes. We can talk about it all day long, but here at Blue Mafia, we think Devin needs at least 20 to 25 touches a game. What are you saving him for? Number three, a couple guys that have not gotten any opportunity to speak of while this team continues to look anemic and continues to look weak from the skill position on the outside, outside of number 14. Khalil Shakur, I'm ready to see more. Naheem Hines, nine snaps in two games. What are we saving him for? Get him a chunk. Get him a chunk. Get them a two-minute series. Get both of them more involved. Number two, I'll grade them here. Last week, Dorsey. I think creativity, I'll go with about a B-. minus. I'm griping about some guys I'd like to see more of, but I still think the game planning is fine. Allen needs to execute. Allen needs to stop throwing the ball into the 
defender's gut. Execution, C+. I just want to see more from some of these other guys, and I want to see this team understand that it's not just going to get done because of 17. There's going to need to be some deep levels of execution. Turning it over to Allen's grades, mind, A-. I thought his mind was in a decently good place with all the question marks with the injury. People can say that it didn't affect him, uh, but anyone with a sore elbow who's ever had to throw something It's not fun, and it takes a little while for that adrenaline to kick in. I thought that he was pretty under control for the most part. Uh, Mechanics, B-. minus. For the most part, he was efficient. I thought the ball came off his fingers nice and soft and a little bit more spinny than usual because of the elbow. I thought he looked a little bit more under control until the final drive when we saw the wide-eyed, panting golden retriever return to form and... We had the tie, Josh. So Moxie, D plus. We had the we had the tie. You already got it. We got there, Josh. Just sit on it. Just sit on the tie at the very least in that moment. Don't need it. I uh I dropped some notes on Joe Miller's post about the interception, and I just want to reiterate that number seven, Patrick Peterson, is a superstar. You're not going to fool a superstar. He's a veteran. And maybe if Allen's elbow wasn't sore, sure. Maybe if Allen didn't double clutch it and stare it down and pull his hand off the ball, which is an obvious sign he's going to fire the pill. Sure. But otherwise, throw it into the fifth row. Live Live to play another day. Number one here. Time to get tough. Time for this Bills team, this Bills franchise, this Bills front office, this Bills coaching staff, this Bills roster, this Bills fan base to get tough. Because there's a lot of tough teams in the AFC and the Browns are one of them. And Deshaun Watson silently will be returning. And if they can sneak into the playoffs, they're going to be tough. The Bengals can pound the hole. Chargers, not so much. Chiefs, always going to be tough. Ravens can pound hole. Dolphins can do a little bit of everything. Jets can almost do a little bit of everything. But this AFC is wide open. We know the Patriots can pound it. It's time to get tough, Bills fans. Lock it in. Secure the door. Because the storm's coming. And it's the end of this season. So thanks for listening, guys. I'll give you the other side. My NFL implications, top five quarterback matchups of the week. We're 20 and 15 since we started picking our hit rate. Haven't hit a parlay yet, five out of five, but we've hit some fours. Stick around for that. My NFL thoughts on the other side. Thanks. Because of the implication. Hey, no, because of the implication. Why aren't you understanding? I don't. We're back. It's the implications. The NFL media's favorite word, but we're going to keep using it and using it and using it. Because it makes sense. And it is funny to think about the weird, dark joke that Dennis Reynolds presented. Jalen Hurts finally took one on the Heine. Thanks to Trevor Taylor Heineke. 
XFL legend. Everybody's hopping on the Heineke train. Go back a couple episodes. You've heard me talk about Heine since last year. He's the best. I did give a really good Bush uh, Bush commercial idea. Go on my Twitter. Check that out. Great script. Uh, talking about how Taylor Heineke is Bush. It's a good one. Check it out. Check it out. But Hertz took his first L of the year along with the Eagles. And they have to return now to a place formerly run by Frank Reich, no longer run by the Christ child that is Frank Reich. Jeff Saturday off the street, getting the guys back around. By the way, Matt Ryan making the implications. We thought he was dead. We thought he was dying. He's alive. Real quick, Matt Ryan didn't get benched. He had a sore shoulder. Everyone's like, oh, I thought they were going to Sam Ellinger. Matty Ice, still alive. And I'm rooting for him. Because he's an old wily vet now and he's still Matt Ryan. But now that he's an underdog, I'm rooting for him. But this Eagles team is still so sexy. They're going to be tough to beat when it matters, and they have a pretty easy schedule. That's kind of the only thing I've got against the Eagles this year is they're not going to be truly battle-tested, truly, truly big Power 5 conference-tested. Their conference is not light, but their out-of-conference schedule is. We'll pick these at the end, as we always do nowadays. Number two, Dak Prescott catching some wind, taking on... His uh, faker, He-Man, Kirk Cousins. Bill Simmons has always said that Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott are the same player. I don't totally agree, but I can see it. But after the performance that Kirk Cousins put out last week in Buffalo, I don't see it. I don't see Dak Prescott making the anticipatory throws that I see the legend of Uncle Kirk Cousins making. And real quick, I was talking with Padre Randy, my dad, uh, the other day, and he brought up a point about how he's never been a huge fan of Cousins, but he liked him in college, and I thought, Jesus, I forgot to mention on the podcast, didn't even cross my mind. Guy played at Michigan State. I've seen him play in that shit weather before. He's not afraid of a little snowball. Kurt Cousins, shout out. Awesome, awesome game. And another quick shout out. Kurt Warner's got some really good stuff on his QB Confidential podcast. He broke down the Kurt Cousins performance in very deep detail, and it's really good stuff. Number three. Zach Wilson taking on Mac Jones. Mac Jones was the talk of the town in Beantown, and now he's a big question mark. But Belichick, always a solid answer. And they're going to be tough. They're obviously looking forward to trying to spoil the Bills season towards the end of the year with two late-year matchups. And all four teams in the AFC East have a chance to make the playoffs. This one's got huge implications for the conference and the AFC. And just some bragging rights. Can Salah take down Belichick? Zach Wilson, can he take a big step forward? Or does he take a few steps backward and just get a full education and get the quick yank? I think Zach Wilson's got what it takes. But I'm still a little bit 
shaky on that because he still could get emotionally broken, and that could happen in a game like this one because it's in Foxborough. So we'll keep our eye on that one. Number four with huge implications, bags at Pickett. I still want to say Pickett's going to start picking it up here, and even though they got rid of Chase Claypool, who I still think is going to be good, I I like Pickett in Pittsburgh. I think he's going to pan out. Does he turn it around for Coach Mike Tomlin and prevent them from having one of their first, the first losing season in Tomlin's coaching history? Big AFC North matchup taking on Joey Bagsborough, hot and cold. Chase still out. Can Bags and Joe Mixon continue to gel into a man ball style northeastern football team i think they can they did late year in, in the year last year they're tough and they're going to be another tough cold game for buffalo late in the year don't forget number five afc west very underwhelming conference this year but herbie hancock has had a tough one with a tough tough rib injury and then losing his two top weapons uh coach brandon staley has really held on He's shown that he can change Austin Eckler, overachieving back, not a great backup running back out there. Obviously, sort of the little stepchild of the Rams. But when the Chargers wear those all-Navy uniforms and Herbert's hot and the line is blocking and they're really, really clicking, they might get a couple of these receivers back and still tie one on here. Uh, but on the other side, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid is a legend. Nothing but respect for Andy Reid with the way that he attracts talent and provides talent with opportunity and rotates the talent so that they don't over-rely on a specific group of guys or a singular guy. Um, obviously, last last week, Kadarius Toney starting to look really good. You know, I'm, I'm sure he's not going to last forever because he does get banged up. But who knows? He's having a lot more fun now than ever, I'm sure, playing with Patrick Mahomes. So that one will be fun. AFC West matchup. Let's pick him and let's get you out of here so you can get back to shoveling the driveway. Hurts, Ryan. Not exactly a revenge game with Frank Wright gone. The Eagles on a fast track indoors coming out of a loss. I can't I can't go against them. Dak at Kirk. Once again, Kirk is just so hot, but honestly, I loved how he played last week in Buffalo, but I'm putting it on the record right now. He's in for a rude awakening. Some of the shit he was throwing out there. He is gonna have about a five interception game soon, and it might be this weekend, so I'm going Dak. Tough one. Jets, Patriots in Foxborough. It's probably going to be on CBS. Probably like Romo, maybe. I don't know. Let's go Patriots. It's tough to go against Belichick this time of the year. Bags at Pittsburgh. Always a tough one. Always a battle. Pickett growing up a little bit. Claypool gone. Chase not playing. Let's go Steelers. Come on. And then Pat at Herbie. It's in L.A. LA. 
Herbie may be getting some of his weapons back. They really need to get hot right now. I still got to go Chiefs. So that's Hurts over the Colts. Dak over the Vikings. Mac and Grandpa Bill over Salah and Nephew Zach. Cabbage Patch Pickett winning it ugly over Bags Burrow without his college roommate. And, of course, Pat and his band of merry men and the Chiefs winning again. That's it. Thanks for listening. Stay safe out there. Don't travel if you don't need to. And uh, tell your friend about the pod. Hop on board. If you ever want to talk, let's hop on Zoom. If you ever want to write, I got you, baby. Write your bills tale to mafia.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. Because of the implication. Hey, no, because of the implication. Why aren't you understanding this? 